0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Graffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was... Twitter announced that as part of the coordinated social engineering attack that compromised numerous high profile verified accounts, attackers attempted to download the My Twitter data archive of up to eight unverified accounts, as well as seeing the personal information like phone numbers and email addresses of every compromised account. According to Twitter, the attackers targeted 130 accounts, successfully triggered a password reset, logged in, and tweeted from 45 of them. The attackers were also able to access the direct messages of up to 36 of the 130 targeted accounts. Twitter said this includes the DMs of one elected official in the Netherlands, but that the attackers did not access the DMs of other high-profile politicians that had their accounts taken over. In May, Microsoft acknowledged that Windows 10X would be available first on single-screen devices after originally planning the OS for dual-screen devices like the Surface Neo. CDNet's Mary Jo Foley now reports that Microsoft is targeting Spring 2021 as the initial release, targeting the release at businesses and education markets, with Spring 2022 targeted for a Windows 10X rollout to dual-screen devices and to the general public, according to sources. Her sources also confirmed a previous Windows Central report that the initial release of Windows 10X won't support running Win32 apps in containers as originally planned. Spotify announced the global launch of Video Podcast Wednesday, which lets both free users and paying subscribers watch video content from select groups of creator podcasts, including Book of Basketball 2.0, Fantasy Footballers, The Misfits Podcast, H3 Podcast, The Morning Toast, Higher Learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay, and The Rooster Teeth Podcast. Spotify says users can also move between video and audio versions, with audio content continuing to play in the background if you jump to another app or lock your phone. Video podcasts are also supported on the desktop version of the service. eBay announced it will sell off its classified ad business unit to Adavinta, a Norway-based classified ad publisher. The deal is valued at $9.2 billion, which is higher than the $8 billion reported by the Wall Street Journal on Monday eBay will get $2.5 billion in cash and 540 million Adavinta shares, making it a 44% owner of Adavinta. The rapper Logic, a.k.a. Sir Robert Bryson Hall II, signed an exclusive streaming partnership with Twitch, the service's first exclusive streaming deal with a musician. In an interview with The Verge, Hall said the deal was worth seven figures but declined to give an exact amount. Hall said he's been active on Twitch since at least 2016. His first stream as part of the deal was on July 21st, with the premiere of his self-proclaimed final album, No Pressure. Slack signed a complaint with the European Commission accusing Microsoft of anti-competitive abuse of market dominance for tying Microsoft Teams to Office. Slack says this forces millions of Office customers to install Teams, blocks its removal, and hides the true cost. Microsoft has more than 75 million daily active users of Teams as of March. Slack last reported 12 million paid users in October. OnePlus finally announced its mid-range Nord phone. Similar to the flagship OnePlus 8, the Nord has a 1080p OLED display with a 90Hz refresh rate, sub-6GHz 5G modem, fast charging, and a 48MP main camera sensor. Unlike the OnePlus 8, the Nord has a slower Snapdragon 765G processor, a lower-resolution wide-angle camera, and a slightly smaller 6.44-inch screen. The Nord is available in blue and gray with 8GB of RAM and 120GB of storage for €399, or 12GB of RAM and 256GB of storage for €499, available August 4th in Europe, also coming to India, and a limited beta planned for the U.S. OnePlus also announced the wireless OnePlus Buds with 30 hours of battery life for $79 or €89. Available for pre-order now in India, Europe, and the U.S. Waymo has expanded its self-driving technology partnership with Fiat Chrysler to cover all of the car company's vehicles and future affiliates. Waymo will develop and test autonomous cargo vans and other light commercial vehicles as part of the new agreement, starting with the Ram Promaster vans, which will be used by the Waymo Via trucking service. On AT&T's earning call, CEO John Stankey told analysts that HBO and HBO Max had to combine 36.3 million subscribers by the end of June. Of this, HBO Max had roughly 3 million retail customers, with another 1 million activations coming through bundles with other AT&T platforms. Stanky said that getting HBO subscribers that use linear cable service signed up for HBO Max has been slow, and that HBO Max users spend 70% more time in the app than HBO Now users. After the information first reported, a group of investors were in discussions to buy TikTok from ByteDance. Ars Technica has two sources that say the venture capital firm General Atlantic and Sequoia Capital are leading an investment discussion with the U.S. Treasury and other regulators to see if buying and firewalling the app from parent company ByteDance would satisfy U.S. concerns about the app's security. If the buyout went forward, ByteDance would reportedly keep a minority stake in TikTok with non-voting shares. The National Music Publishers Association announced it signed a multi-year license agreement with TikTok. The license included a provision that accounts for TikTok's past use of musical works and the ability for NMPA members, which includes the three major U.S. music publishers and biggest indies, to opt in to a licensing agreement with TikTok that would be retroactive from May 1, 2020. In April, the Financial Times reported that the NMPA members were threatening to sue TikTok over violations of U.S. copyright law and the rights of songwriters and music publishers. And finally, Ars Technica reports that, according to sources, EU regulators will require significant concessions from Google to close on its acquisition of Fitbit, originally announced back in November. The regulators reportedly want Google to pledge not to use any health data to further enhance its search advantage, and calls for the company to grant third parties equal access to the data. Google previously said it would not use health data to improve its advertising. If Google does not agree to the concessions, sources say the EU will launch a further protracted investigation into the acquisition. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.